Greetings, magnificent souls, to the Lily Bewley podcast, where we have open and honest discussions about ourselves. This is your host, Lily Bewley, and I'm honored to have conversations here with thought leaders, visionaries, healers, and even solo conversations with myself about things I am currently reflecting on. This is a place where we break down, break away, and break through our emotional trauma, allowing ourselves to be healthy, be happy, and live a peaceful life. We are tired of being sick and tired. We are tired, but we are not giving up. We know that there is something magnificent inside of us. And because we are fighting daily, hourly, and by the minute, fighting ourselves, our kids, our spouses, we have to do things differently. We have to break the cycle. We don't have a million chances. We have to be happy now. We have to find a way. So how do we do that? How is that possible? If you look around at what society is telling you, they tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. And it's happening through the practice and the love that we call awakening the magnificent soul. We are all magnificent souls, and these are our stories of healing. Today in episode 109, I welcome Dr. Valerie Rain to the show to chat about patriarchy stress disorder. Don't forget to let me know your thoughts about this episode or anything you would like me to cover on future podcasts at epiphanyvault.com. Remember, it is a safe place and I would welcome the discussion. Also a request, if you are enjoying the show, please rate and share and review so we can get the word out to more and more souls who want to heal. My guest today, Dr. Valerie Rain, is a psychologist and women's mental health expert who has discovered PSD, Patriarchy Stress Disorder, and created the only science-backed system for helping women achieve their ultimate success, happiness, and fulfillment by healing the intergenerational trauma of oppression. She holds an EDM in psychological counseling from Columbia University and a PhD in psychology from the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology. Her number one best-selling book, Patriarchy Stress Disorder, has been heralded by reviewers as the most important body of literary work in our modern times, and perhaps the most important book of the century for women. Please enjoy my chat with Dr. Valerie Rain. Dr. Valerie, such a pleasure to have you on the show. I read your book. It is so good. I can't wait to share this with the audience today. Uh, so happy to be here, Lily. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's, um, I always, when I read, like, I always like to say um, that I crush people's books to get ready for the podcast. Number one, because I'm a huge dork and I love books. Um, number two is I just love um, all these, these ideas that I've never really thought of myself. Right. And the book, your book is called patriarchy stress disorder. And let's start off with a bang and start off with what is that? What is that? What could that be <laughs> in the world where women have been oppressed for thousands of years and had no sovereignty, had no rights, had no rights even over our own bodies. Women didn't own our own bodies. Women didn't own property, couldn't make their own money. Women's labor has been free. Women didn't even have parental rights, legal rights over their own children. So this has been going on for thousands of years. Now things have changed quite a bit, but actually pretty recently. And there are a lot of ways in which women are still experiencing a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by trauma, let me just start right there. Any experience that made you feel unsafe physically or emotionally and led to creating trauma adaptations to keep you safe. And we can talk more about what the heck those trauma adaptations are. Mm -hmm. These are ways in which we've learned to keep ourselves safe. That's what I'm going to say for now. So over thousands of years, women have learned to keep themselves safe in an environment where they were not. And those adaptations are genetically transmitted. Trauma is genetically transmitted in those adaptations, as we know from a relatively new science of epigenetics mm -hmm. and also neuroscience. So all of these things came together and uh, informed the discovery of patriarchy stress disorder for me, as I recognized that for many, many years, I have been asking the same question, probably every woman asks, mm -hmm. what 
what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? How come I know exactly what to do, but I'm not doing this? What's wrong with me? How come I uh, self-sabotage in areas that would lead to me being more empowered financially, in terms of visibility, in terms of my self-care, in terms of my pleasure and freedom? And I hear it from pretty much every woman regardless of the level of quote-unquote success that she's experienced. Um, So yeah, here we are. We have all this opportunity and this conditioning that lives in our system, that lives in, in, in that genetic expression that has the knowledge of thousands of years of oppression and is conditioned to keep us safe is holding us back from our ultimate success, happiness, and fulfillment unbeknownst to us. Mm-hmm. So we're having these conversations, and I wrote this book so that women can realize, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with me. I am not the one holding myself back. These are trauma adaptations. These are intergenerational traumas mm. that I may have no conscious knowledge of, but they have been subconsciously driving my choices Mm -hmm. and how I feel in my own skin. And this is what we're here to unpack. Yeah, absolutely. That's my lifelong quest. I hear you, (laughs) mine too. (laughs) Lifelong quest. And I know the listeners would agree as well. Um, Can you explain this idea of safety? Yeah. Um, Because this was completely foreign to me before I started into the deeper healing work, looking at, you know, healing my emotional traumas. Um, and like, if some, if I were just like reading something kind of like in a very not woke world, you know, and maybe reading something on Instagram that said, be safe. Like it, I don't think, I don't think it's what probably what you're talking about. So I think maybe that would be a good grounding principle to talk mm-hmm. about here in this space, because I, I would agree, like that is essentially what we are here. You know, all these choices and behaviors that we have are really trying to keep us safe. But what does safe mean to you? What does safe mean? All right. So um, it's not an idea. First of all, I so love that you asked that question. Mm -hmm. So just saying to ourselves, I am safe does not move the needle. Actually, Mm -hmm. it can backfire because if we're saying I am safe, but the system, the nervous system Mm -hmm. is still activated and the subconscious Mm -hmm. does not interpret the situation as safe, it can actually escalate it can escalate the nervous system response of fight, flight, freeze, dissociation. And that's not what we want. So it's not an idea. It's not what we say to ourselves. It's not what we think. And what is it? It is a whole system response. It's a nervous system response, Mm. which is you know, the opposite of stress response, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It is being... Uh, relaxed, being comfortable, but not relaxed. I don't mean sitting um, in front of the TV and eating chips and having some wine. Mm -hmm. It's it's not what I mean, because we can be in a situation that uh, signals, oh yeah, I am relaxed, but our nervous system is still wound up. We're not relaxed. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're watching something that's upsetting, right? And we're putting... Uh, that wine and those chips or whatever we're munching on, on top of nervous system activation to try to make ourselves feel better, feel more uh, stable. And so what does it mean to feel safe? It means that, well, let me give you an example. I actually did not know what it meant until I had that experience. And I'm, I'm gonna say, it was, it will sound strange, but it's the first time I consciously experienced safety and I was already in my, in my mid twenties, you know, Um, and it happened at the end of a yoga class where I ended up in that final relaxation pose of Savasana, that deep relaxation. It was not my first yoga class, but in this particular one, 
my body was able to drop in mm. and I just felt so deeply at home in my body, mm. so deeply at home, so deeply connected. Mm. Again, not intellectually, but with every fiber of my being that I was like, whoa, what is that? It was an unfamiliar feeling. Mm -hmm. And all I knew was that I wanted more of that. And so I actually went down the path of becoming a yoga instructor and mindfulness teacher. I kept seeking, seeking, seeking. And that path took me to discover trauma healing work that again, was not in the mind, mm -hmm. was all in the body. And it helped me release traumas from my body, from my nervous system that I had no idea were there. Mm -hmm. I never thought I had any trauma at all um, in this lifetime, in, in my own lifetime or intergenerational. So sometimes it's like when in the medical system, they prescribe this drug or this drug to figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> If this drug works, it means you have this. If this drug works, it means you have that. For me, it also started with treatment. And oh my gosh, these trauma healing tools really worked. It means I had trauma. I had no idea. Mm, yeah, that is so true. And the, the analogy that's coming to me is that like, back in the days when my nervous system was very activated or, you know, dissociated, you know, I was yeah. dissociating. Um, I was in un quote unquote unsafe environments, but they weren't like outwardly unsafe. It was like inside me, I felt safe, uh, unsafe. Does that make sense? So it like I had sense. a roof over my head, um, but my, my relationships weren't connective, you know, yeah. uh, I was disconnected from myself, you know, and so it did, it's hard, kind of hard to describe. I hard think. to describe. Yeah. I love that inquiry. Yeah. So that's why we actually encourage people to experience because it's hmm. so hard. Like I would have not never gotten it from reading a book. And I had read a lot of books, like yeah. all the self-help books I could get yes. my hands on. Yeah. But it was from an actual experience that I felt, oh my gosh, that's how I learned mm -hmm. that something was there and that I could feel very, very differently. And you're absolutely right. From the outside looking in, my life looked very, very safe, mm -hmm. very safe, you know, living in the first world country in peaceful time, mm -hmm. um, roof over my head, food um, in the fridge, um, car in the driveway, like everything, right? Yeah. All the all the trappings of a good life were there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even, even realize that inside I was disconnected. Mm -hmm. Inside I was not in my body. If somebody would have told me, oh, Valerie, you're not in your body, which actually somebody did tell me later on. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Not ready for that. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. And at that moment, I was already around 30. I think that was later. Like, what the heck does that mean? Mm -hmm. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a mindfulness mm -hmm. teacher. Mm -hmm. I am a psychotherapist. Like, what do you mean I'm not in my body? I couldn't understand. So that's why, I mean, reading a book will be eye-opening. Yes. And I hope if what we're talking about resonates, you, you pick up my book, you mm -hmm. can download a free chapter on my website, drvalerie.com and dip your toes in. Mm -hmm. And what's going to really move the needle is having experience. That's why we actually yes. have these experiences from time to time, we have events, virtual events where mm -hmm. women can come and gather and we guide them through a series of experiences so that they actually have a clear picture of what's going on. And those experiences get them out of the hamster wheel of, oh, what's wrong with me? I need to fix myself. Mm -hmm. I need to do more, et cetera. Mm. To say, oh my gosh, it's not me at all. It's never been me. And I can shift these things just like that by shifting my internal state and healing the underlying traumas. It takes a little longer, yeah. but it starts with all these shifts and then they snowball, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
and yeah, the willingness and the choice, I would say to do that. To Big time. Start down that road. Willingness and the choice, because it's a commitment right now, looking back, I'm saying these were the most important parts of mm-hmm. willingness and choice mm-hmm. right, that really shaped my life to be what it is now. Yeah. None of what my life is now would have been available to me had I not gotten onto the trauma healing work. 100%. 100%. Right? You're yeah. feeling this too in your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm so passionate about this topic. Just if something in you feels like you are not living the Mm -hmm. fullest life that you are here to live. You're not being a hundred percent of who you're here to be, not feeling, experiencing a hundred percent of what you're here to experience. If your bank account is not reflecting the worth and value of the gifts that you've brought to this Mm -hmm. world, right? Let's look at concrete metrics. If -hmm. your relationship is not as fulfilling or you're not in a relationship because it's, it's been a shit show mm-hmm. and, and you're like, I don't know if there are partners out there who, mm-hmm. uh, who can meet me. I assure you there's trauma to heal. Yes. I assure you. And that will open doors to everything you desire and what you haven't even dared to desire. My life now is way outside the realm of what I ever dreamed of because my imagination never stretched as far. Mm-hmm. I never thought. Yeah. I would be able to have an amazing partnership, an amazing parenting experience, an amazing business, doing the work I love, Mm -hmm. uh, living, you know, having freedom, having time, freedom, financial freedom. That never occurred to me as a possibility. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could have one, but not all, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We actually can have it all when we get on this healing journey. And our thrivers, women we work with on this path of unpacking and healing PSD and other invisible traumas, their lives show the same transformation Mm, that's what i want for every woman and every every human anywhere on across the gender spectrum yeah all have traumas if you humans you have traumas yeah well that kind of segues into something else i wanted to talk with you about that but i wanted to so patriot this is what i'm hearing so patriarchy stress disorder is this um is this response to environments i mean i think like people call it stuckness, right? I don't know if that's the same, you know, words that you want to use, but it feels like it's like this, this amalgamation and result of, of going through a process or a system or a path maybe that wasn't put out for you. Um, And let me just say, this is me. So, you know, I'm just not talking about like, like I'm not, this is a subjective conversation because this is about me too. Like oh, check, yeah. checking all the boxes, doing mm-hmm. all the things. And then um, getting to this place of like, like you said, like, oh, I was doing really well in one area of my life. Like I was making six figures, but I also felt like I was dying on the inside. Yeah. Um, and then um, it also sounds like patriarchy stress disorder is that feeling those emotional traumas Re, like surfacing within that that container of doing a lot and then um uh, something else was there too with that too but but like these emotional traumas coming up and then maybe not being healed and and then thinking that there's something wrong with us is that a pretty good summation yeah absolutely absolutely all these traumas i they, they accumulate mm-hmm and also our defenses accumulate how what mm-hmm. we've used to survive mm-hmm. and they show up in the mind body and actions or choices mm-hmm. and actions and we can unpack that a little more mm-hmm. but basically we become this amalgamation of thoughts experience behaviors mm-hmm. um, choices and feelings that are not authentic mm-hmm that are not authentically us, that are adaptive to the environment that has been traumatic Mm -hmm. for countless generations before us. And that's what we inherited. It did not start with us. Did not start with us. There is a study that illustrates that, that really, it really shows it so in such plain terms. Mice were involved in that study sadly you know um, mm-hmm. that there is suffering involved mm-hmm. um, these mice 
were introduced to the smell of cherry blossoms and simultaneously their feet were zapped with mild electric shocks. These mice were then bred and their children and their grandchildren when exposed to the smell of cherry blossoms, showed a strong fear and anxiety reaction, mm -hmm. right? Now, an experiment with mice strips away this whole human, oh, well, maybe you heard about it. Maybe somebody told you to act this way. Maybe you saw your parents acting this way. These subsequent generations never were exposed to cherry blossoms or to electric shocks. Mm -hmm. And they didn't see their parents behave around these things in any kind of way. It was a pure genetic transmission through epigenetic expression. Mm -hmm. And neuroscientists actually saw that they had more receptors to detect specifically the smell of cherry blossoms. Now, it was an isolated experience, one experience and a pretty mild experience at that, right? If we think about all the experiences, the avalanche of that, that women have experienced, and frankly, every oppressed group, Black women, women of color have it in layers of oppression based on racism, the trauma of slavery, there are just so many layers, right? And when we unpack our own lineage, we can see, oh my gosh, yeah, my lineage went through some shit. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. We all have deprivation, wars, hardships in our lineages. And these adaptations develop to help us survive. But then where, we, where they become counterproductive is when nothing actually overtly threatens our safety but the adaptations are acting as if that were still true. Yes. All right. As if it were still true that it's unsafe for a woman to make money. As if it were still true that a woman needs to earn her keep mm -hmm. by working for free and working till she drops mm -hmm. because otherwise she is worthless. Right. Mm -hmm. Do we find these patterns showing up in our lives? Well, let's take a look at that schedule of yours. <laughs> How much time is there for just being, playing, uh, a hobby? And when you engage in these things, do you still feel guilty? Do you still feel unease? Do you still feel maybe even anxious. I hear from so many women, right? That anxiety is that first thing that kicks in in the morning. Oh gosh, my to-do list. It's not our fault. It's mm -hmm. not our failing. And we cannot think our way out of it. We cannot talk our way out of it. But we can shift, right? Yep. By rewiring our nervous system and reprogramming our subconscious, which we do with the thriving method. Mm. Um, that brings together different modalities, a wide range of modalities for mm -hmm. trauma healing, and all of them involve mind, body, energy, mm. the whole that. being. Yeah, yeah thank I you. love that. Ooh, so good. Um, mm. So let us talk about the trauma adaptations or yeah. um, if we haven't covered that already, because I think that I think I knew this, I think coming in and this is affirming for me because, um, I had a feeling that we were kind of on the same level with, with the behaviors and, um, uh, choices that we make. Um, I think one of my biggest issues with the personal development world is that it's all, you know, they, um, there's a lot of attribution for our behaviors or our choices based on our thoughts or our, um, mindset. Yes. And, um, I've been, you know, blessed with a teacher and a mentor who, mm -hmm. um, has taught me, and this has been valid with my healing in my life Yes, that, um, my behaviors and choices are actually stemming from our root cause, emotional trauma that is there. And I'm assuming that that's where you're coming from as well. Yes. And so I'd love to talk more about that. And, and, um, you know, what's important about that? Like, what do we need to know mm. and what's missed out on, I think maybe right oh, now yeah. in that world. Oh, yeah, I'm so, <laughs> so <glad> good, right? <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, again, women are tasked with Sisyphus labor of pushing that huge boulder up the hill every day. Let's do mindset work. Let's work with those thoughts. Let's work with those thoughts. And guess what? Those thoughts come back 
every day let's work with the thoughts and it's just it's hard it's 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 hard work and it's not effective it, it's it, it it's effective to a degree mm-hmm. i mean yeah of course it's good to um know your thoughts it's good to know that your thoughts are not facts to be able to shift the way you think but ultimately it works about as well as what we see on the cover of diet magazines mm. showing eat this not this mm-hmm. and we have yogurt and ice cream or candy and fruit great everything is fixed in my life now mm-hmm. i know what to eat this not this <laughs> so simple where have you been all my life Stop freeing me so much, Dr. Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe it works for me for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. But then I get emotionally activated and I go, fuck it. Give me that ice cream with Mm -hmm. candy on top. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because ultimately what drives the bus is not the conscious mind. And this is a key discovery of neuroscience which i'm surprised that not everybody is talking about all the time the key discovery is that our actions are decided in our subconscious our actions are decided in our subconscious the conscious mind is step two there's probably more steps in between tiny whatever i'm just going to simplify it The conscious mind is the last one on this bus that hops on. The bus is already going and it's like, what did I miss? What are we doing? Oh, we're doing this. Well, let me write a story about this. Oh, this is why we're choosing this and not that. This is why I'm eating ice cream right now. It's because I've had a hard day and I need to reward myself or because I've decided that I am a loser and I don't deserve anything better. Like whatever the story is, Mm -hmm. it's so irrelevant. Now, is it? helpful to work with thoughts and go with the better story of course you know it it relieves suffering but is it the root cause no Mm -hmm. it is not the root cause is it the most effective way of working no when we work with the root cause which is in our nervous system which is in our subconscious then Everything that grows from that root is different, is Mm -hmm. healthier, right? Mm -hmm. Heal at the root and you have healthy branches, healthy leaves, healthy flower, healthy fruit, as opposed to, you know, attending to Mm -hmm. everything at a time, one at a time. And interestingly, all these branches of money, uh, wellness, mental health, physical health, relationships, parenting. Um, If you're a business owner, your team, the health of your business, your visibility, your bottom line, everything grows from that same root. Mm -hmm. And that's, that root is safety. Mm -hmm. That root is, yeah, being able to express ourselves fully, authentically, unapologetically, And then we can choose whatever story you want to go with, but it's fun. It's for fun. It's not because it defines who you are or dictates Mm. your behavior. Yes. So that's how how I've uh, kind of come to relate to mindset, Mm -hmm. work. It's cherry on top. Sure, we can do that. Yeah. But don't mistake the finger pointing at the moon for the moon. Mm. And is that what you mean by trauma adaptations or like the choices and behaviors that we have? Yeah. All right. So let's unpack that a little bit. Trauma adaptations are, chances are everything you've ever tried to fix in yourself is a trauma adaptation. Mm, Chances are, let me make that that bold statement and let's see if that checks out. For example, Mm. um, our thoughts that are... um, self-defeating that harsh inner critic mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome i remember interviewing marie forleo for my podcast and uh, marie forleo is a prominent business owner a philanthropist mm-hmm. um and she was sharing that her inner critic is harsh mm-hmm. and vicious mm-hmm. at times yeah my judgy lily is oof He's so judgy. 
you know, and that's a trauma adaptation. Oh, why? Why, Dr. Valerie, is that a trauma adaptation? It, it hurts. It's not pleasant. Well, look at it through the lens of PSD. It's never been safe for a woman to shine her light in the world. Women who were visible, women who were powerful were punished. They were mm. burned at the stake. They were exiled. They were labeled all sorts of horrible things. They were outcast, divorced from means of providing for themselves. Or well, it was a horrible fate, right? Mm-hmm. Or being a spinster was a horrible fate too. All these horrible fates uh, that meant women who were visible, outspoken, powerful. So our system goes, oh no, she's about to st- step in the spotlight. Let's mm-hmm. dissuade her. Mm-hmm. Let's put the brakes on that because that is dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. So the inner critic is pretty effective for that, the imposter syndrome and all sorts of thoughts that just create such an emotional drain for us, such an energy drain. You know how you just sometimes think about your to-do list and you're already tired. Well, that's effective in not, in you not moving forward into more power, visibility, money, mm-hmm. etc. So the system is doing its job. These adaptations also show up in the body as anxiety responses, uh, depression responses. And I'm not using these words as a clinical diagnosis, but rather um, to describe that energy spiral that goes up, 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 and you're spinning in your head and your thoughts and you have this nervous system activation, that restlessness, mm-hmm. right? Uh, sometimes, you know, people call it ADD, ADHD. Again, not using these terms as a clinical diagnosis. It's, it's I'm not going to get into those jungle right now, but to describe this is a symptom picture, right? For example, I, I have this important proposal to write. It's a big opportunity for me. Let's mm-hmm. say it's a speaking gig. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in front of thousands of people. And all of a sudden I notice that I move from there to, oh, doing my social media research. Yeah. Oh my God. This is me today. Oh, right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right on the money lily you know and and that because what happened between point a and point b was that my nervous system got activated i got i got anxious mm-hmm. or maybe i went into freeze and super and dissociation mm-hmm. and maybe i find myself doing social media research maybe i find myself in, t- in front of the freezer with hug and dust in one hand and a big spoon in the other Uh, doesn't matter. The adaptation is there to remind you, oh, wait, something is there. That is an opportunity for me to step into my power. And so is the adaptation. It signals. It's like that Mm. golden flag that signals dig, dig here. There's gold. Yes. So, right. Yes. It, like if we were to reframe all these things that we're blaming ourselves mm. for and shaming ourselves for, oh, I can't believe I don't have the willpower not to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And instead looking at, at it with so much compassion, oh, here I am doing X, Y, and Z. That means there's an opportunity. Yes. Right? And for that, we do need the tools to rewire the nervous system, to retrain the subconscious so that we can actually do it because mm-hmm. it's, it's easier said than done. So mind, body, and actions, choices, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and the stories don't actually reflect what's going on. Like, for example, I hear from women, who, let's say she would like to have a relationship, but she's not putting herself out there because, uh, well, I need to lose 15 pounds first. Yeah. Somehow weight is very relevant right now. We've been through mm-hmm. COVID. Uh, most of us, myself included, have put on a few pounds. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's very relevant. And Mm -hmm. so these stories are very relevant. I'm not gonna do it until I lose weight, okay? So that's the story. And then she loses weight and then does she do it? Uh, uh, Maybe there's another story that comes up. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she does not release the weight because it's a safety mechanism. Mm -hmm. Because as long as that persists, like, okay, I'm not gonna do it until I release the weight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still haven't done it. Well, maybe in the next quarter, et yeah. cetera. 
So you see how like self perpetuates those safety mechanisms that on the one hand, keep us safe from what's not even a threat, but our nervous system and subconscious interpret it as a threat. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones in charge. On the one hand, that's happening. And on the other hand, these same mechanisms that are meant to keep us safe are causing so much suffering, mm -hmm. so much suffering. Mm -hmm. We're shaming ourselves, blaming ourselves. We're not achieving. We're not having experiences that we'd like to have. And if we're achieving, we're not enjoying it because it, success is a moving target. Oh, okay, I achieved that. What's next? I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And that too comes from PSD. That too is that mm. intergenerational trauma. Does that resonate, Lily? Oh my gosh. Yeah, everything. Yeah, so many things. Like I work, um, I work in, in dating right now and I have a very yeah. similar, and I'm, you know, I'm newer to the game than you are, but um, I have a very similar outlook basically is it comes from the root, like dating, you know, it's like, well, I, you know, sleep with men on the second date, but I really don't want to, or, you know, these choices and these behaviors, yeah. um, and the inner critic, all the stuff that you just said, it just so resonant. And I'm always yeah. like, I'm always like, you know, well, let's go to trigger town so we can figure out exactly what's wrong. Town. <laughs> it's yeah. It's very, um, <laughs> densely populated that trigger town for all of us. And it's fun to meet them. It's fun to meet them. Actually in our approach, we never try to get rid of, uh, the, the adaptation. We yes. never attack like, well, you got to stop doing this shit. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, uh, no, the biggest misconception, right? Because the biggest misconception it's, it's just, it just keeps us stuck further. And if we try to push on willpower, that is a very limited resource. And we'll revert to those things because the subconscious is stronger. It will mm -hmm. always win. Subconscious always wins. So mm -hmm. instead we work with our biology, yeah. with our wiring directly. We, we, ally with them we partner with them with yeah, those triggers absolutely. with those adaptations right we go there to actually heal the root cause and that's when everything becomes possible beyond our wildest dreams and it's you know it's exciting mm -hmm. it's just it really possibilities is. that we didn't know existed because yeah, everything has to be hard right yeah it's relatively new information right like in the last like seven to ten five to ten years something like that it with dr Vanderkolk coming out with it book. is new yeah trauma work that is rooted in the nervous system yeah. and epigenetics the evidence of genetic intergenerational transmission of trauma is new all these studies that keep coming out new studies we need to like um I know I need to dive into some some new ones that I just heard about that yeah, are completely thanks. fascinated that just bring home the same point just make it less and less deniable it's yeah. just so undeniable that it's not you it's it's trauma and also there is evidence that's also undeniable that not only trauma is genetically transmitted but also is healing healing mm -hmm. you heal yourself you heal everybody around you exactly. you get on that healing journey right that, well that's yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like science is finally catching up with like what the indigenous tribes knew like thousands and tens of thousands of years ago it's finally catching up and it, yeah in the mainstream and it gives me chills right that mm -hmm. indigenous saying about uh seven generations thinking about seven generations before and after that all your actions at present affect you know, they, 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 there are these effects. Mm -hmm. And so it's time that we begin to treat our lives seriously, seriously. Mm -hmm. I'm not, and I don't mean work harder. <laughs> no, we know how to do that. <laughs> but, but treat yourself seriously as a creator of your life. And it doesn't just mean making vision boards. I love vision boards. But again, mm -hmm. there is that missing piece. It's not enough to make a vision board. Your nervous system and your subconscious have to be a full yes mm. to what's on your vision board. Because if they're not a full yes, they're going to drive the bus in a direction that's different from exactly. what you consciously, yeah, and exactly. your desire, right? So mm -hmm. we just need to bring it all together. We need to put that missing link in place. And then the ROI on everything that we've already studied and we've done, we've invested in our business training, 
our education, our desires, our passions, it all begins to come together with ease, with mm -hmm. fun. And it's a different experience, right? Yeah. So that's what I live and breathe for. Mm, me too. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, well, as we're closing up, um, this nice little container we created, um, it's been amazing. Um, I don't know, you know, with the time we have left, whether you'd like to talk about the method that you're talking about. Um, and I know that you have a really great um, class or event coming up too, that I'm sure would yeah. be valuable for some of our listeners as well. I'd love to give you yeah. that space and time to do that too. Yeah, thank you so much. I can touch touch point uh, touch on both a little bit. As I mentioned before, it's important to have an experience. Yes, it's an eye-opening conversation. You get some good ideas. Don't let it uh, stay at the level of an idea. Please, please, please. It's another trauma adaptation. I call them prison guards in my system because they're so effective mm -hmm. at keeping us locked up in this invisible, in the prison of perceived safety. So ideas, oh, I'm just going to read another book. I'm going to do that. But is your life dramatically different? No. Is your life going to be dramatically different after listening to this interview? Mm. Well, surprise me. Like, I would be thrilled <laughs> that would to be hear from you. Yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> and I would really want to know what it is that you know um, that enabled that to happen. So please send me an email and share share with me or, or DM me on uh, Instagram at uh, Dr. Valerie Rain. I love DMs, by the way. It's a mm -hmm. great way to, to reach me. Anyway, coming back to what it is that the experience can give you. It can give you a very direct transformation outside the stories, outside mm -hmm. this hard work of pushing the boulder up the hill. And we have a phenomenal opportunity coming up, actually, as I've heard, probably the next day after this interview airs. So I don't know when you're listening to it. And if you're if you're midway through this experience, you can probably join us still because it's for three days, April mm -hmm. 21st through the 23rd. And if you missed that one, I'm sure we'll have another one down the line. But jump in if you have an opportunity now. So we're making it super affordable. It's going to be well worth it. And um, what it's about, it's women coming together, high achieving women, primarily business owners or those who are, who are aspiring to put their work in the world um, out there. And it's a very different experience being witnessed in a state. There's nothing wrong with me. It actually sinks in. It actually becomes who you are. You emerge from there feeling in your cells that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And you will emerge with concrete strategies for how to get out of the invisible in the prison, in the areas of money, in the area of relationships. Well, since this is a workshop primarily focusing on women business owners, we are using the lens of business, right? So we're talking about team, we're talking about relationship with your mm -hmm. customers, but it absolutely, it's the same thing with your relationships at home. Everything transforms, right? Your, mm -hmm. your social relationships. And finally, the perennial favorite that we're going to address is the question of, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> We are going to get to the bottom of that and you're going to emerge with strategies. You're going to emerge changed, mm -hmm. right? So it's called the thriving experience. Mm -hmm. The thriving experience.com is where you, you can get all the info and register. And I hope you join us. And there you will also be exposed to the thriving method, how we do it, what we do. It's not going to be a lecture. It's going to be experiential. Mm -hmm. So with the thriving method, first stage is we wake up in prison. So this is kind of what we're attempting to do right now in this conversation, mm -hmm. pointing in different areas and saying, hey, it's not you. This is how trauma adaptations are showing up. Mm -hmm. And this waking up takes time. There are so many layers and it's done best in a community. That's why we're gathering in a community because everybody brings an aspect of their story and it's like collective acupuncture. Then everybody else goes, oh yeah, me too. Haven't thought about that, right? And once we are waking up, then we get to meet our prison guards. 
And that's a very pivotal moment, or um, as, as, as you put it, you know, uh, visiting that trigger town, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We meet them, we get to understand how they operate and what they're protecting us from. And then we end the war with them. We mm. end that internal struggle and we use the, the tools for rewiring the nervous system. Many of these tools we'll be teaching at mm -hmm. the thriving experience. Mm -hmm. And that prepares us to evolve the prison guards to bodyguards. So instead of mm. getting in our way, they actually, the same protective mechanisms keep us safe on our journey that we've consciously designed. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. I just love that so Beautiful. much because every time I have evidence of that in my life, our thrivers have evidence of that in their lives. You know, and our thrivers have experiences like coming into the program, wondering how come I have so much knowledge, so much wisdom. I've studied this for so mm -hmm. long. Why am I stuck at this level of revenue? And that is just it. Yeah. And then going in a few months, one, one of our thrivers, for example, she just blows my mind. She doubled her revenue four times mm -hmm. in the course of the program. My math is not that quick, but is it like 16x, 18x? I don't know, but it's, it's very impressive. Mm -hmm. And each doubling resulted from a profound internal shift into safety mm -hmm. and into which she could unfold her authenticity. Yes. We did not teach her a different business strategy. Yes. She did not need that. She needed to show up fully as and own who she was. And that brought the value that she was delivering multifold, right? That, that also multiplied it and her revenue and her free time mm. and her ability to have fun with her kids and with her family because you know when we have all these triggers there we're reactive we're right i mean we have tense situations or just mm -hmm. and sometimes it shows up like in the bedroom we just can't get aroused or uh, get an orgasm even if it gets to that point and so it's it's really we can have it all yeah. We just need to attend to the root cause. Yes. So, and there are more stages to the journey, right? After we evolve the prison guards to bodyguards and we tunnel out, we dig deeper into the layers of intergenerational collective personal traumas. And then we finally emerge and we save a freedom on the outside. And that's an exciting phase where we literally evolve our nervous system, evolve to run I want to say greater voltage, if I may say so, of more money, more visibility, more intimacy, more, 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 more without burning out, yeah. without going to self-sabotage, the upper limit problem, right? Again, addressing that at the root cause. So if this is resonating, I hope you, um, you know, don't leave it at the level of, oh, that was an interesting conversation. Please do something right here, right now. Either, you know, go to drvalerie.com forward slash book, download that first chapter. That's like the minimal commitment, mm -hmm. no money involved. And if you're like, yeah, you know, I want to actually experience this, uh, join us for the experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you will not regret it. It will, yeah. it will be, yeah, it, your life will be before and after as a distinct, as a distinct pivotal moment. Mm, yes. I hope to get to play with it you. Sounds so nourishing just even you talking about it. So I can, oh, <laughs> yeah, we love it. And I am, I emerge changed after each time we teach it. And I, I teach it with my husband with whom we have been, mm. you know, on this healing journey and oh, doing this work for, for years. Right. I so love that. Oh, well, thank you, Dr. Valerie. It's such a pleasure mm. connecting in this space with you. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Lily, for the brilliant work that you do in the world and how brilliantly you show up. So appreciate you having me as a guest today. Thank, thank you. you. And also for the listeners, I forgot to say this, I'll link everything up in the show notes so you can 
make sure you do at least your lowest action item, which is get the book or get the, the chapter of the book. So thank you again. Thank you so much. My pleasure. What a great chat with Dr. Valerie Rain. She is such an amazing human being and we aligned on so many of our values and um, the healing that we've done. And this conversation really is so important for us as women and as a society. I think it helps us feel like that we are not alone when we don't feel like that we're fulfilled or we have to choose between uh, love or business or we have to choose between kids or love or what have you. Um, the one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, and I think Dr. Valerie Rain really, you know, we talked about this is that it doesn't have to be either or. And I posted about this the other day. It's a both and situation. And I think that we are so used to sacrificing ourselves, our needs, and our wants that we've kind of we're kind of narrowed into this um, this hole or or this this path that we can actually veer off of, and we can actually have more than what we think that we can. And that's a whole, you know, whole issue that, uh, Dr. Valerie rain seeks to heal and seeks to have a conversation about. And the good thing is, and I said, say this a lot is there's always a better way always. And Dr. Rain is showing us a way to have that fulfilling life, that fulfilling freedom. I also want to, I wanted to give you one announcement before we close today. If you are looking to move from single and struggling to epic love in five months, the program that's out right now for me is the magnetized epic love five month spring reset. So let's get that summer loving on. It's now open for enrollment and it does have a few spaces available. I'm going to ask you if it's something that you're interested in, you want more information, just come on over to Instagram and DM me, and I'll be happy to send you the details. And I really just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to tell you that I love you. I support you. You are amazing. You are perfect. And you are just right where you need to be. I love you. See you next time.